Welcome back to another episode of Voice of the Generation, the number one podcast for culture shifters. I am your host, Imani, and join with me today, I have the Morgan Rose. Hey, girl. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. So we were having a conversation. I'm like, girl, we have to have this conversation on the podcast. Mm -hmm. But we were essentially talking about friendships, and I'm Mm -hmm. like... I think that our perspective on friendships is unique and I think that it's one that has to be shared. So this is us sharing our advice on friendships, relationships, child. Child. (laughs) (laughs) The whole nine. So this is definitely going to be a spicy episode. So make sure y'all tune in for the whole entire episode, but... Let's just do a sister check-in because how are you today? How was your day, honey? My day was good. You know, went to class, came back, <laughs> then went to step practice, did what I had to do. Mm-hmm. Tired, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but we do it again the next yes, day. How yes. was your day today? It was productive. Like, okay. I got some stuff done. Mm-hmm. I'm recording an episode. So pretty productive. I can't complain. Um... Let's dive right into this. So what how do you define friendship? The way I would define friendship would be someone that I could truly be myself around. Mm-hmm. Um someone who's not gonna they're not gonna let me do things that have me out there looking crazy and they always gonna pull me back in when you know it's like, hey, you went a little too far. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I feel like my friends aren't people who are afraid to keep it real with me, even if it might hurt my feelings. I hope what well, they do, because my friends, I know, I know my circle girl. <laughs> so my mm-hmm. friends, they um, they pull me back in when I'm like, okay, look, you a little too far out, mm-hmm. and you need to come back in. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like where this is going for you because I know you now, mm-hmm. and those are the people that I let in. Because, you know, sometimes people be having their guard up. Yeah. And those people aren't the people... The people you have your guard up with aren't the people that, you know... Are your can, real friends. Yeah, they're not your real friends. They can't tell you, like, hey, Morgan, I see you're going down this road. Or, mm-hmm. Rose, I see you going down this road. But, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't really pay it no mind because they don't really know me. You mm-hmm. feel me? How about you? <sighs> oh, okay. So... As of lately, I feel like I've been redefining what friendship looks like to me. Like, initially, if you would have asked me what friendship looked like, I probably would have told you it's somebody who is trustworthy, loving, Mm -hmm. um, and somebody who's, like you said, going to keep it real with you. Mm -hmm. And while I believe those things are still true, I feel like a part of me is also, like, how I always tell you, like, your relationship with others always reflects your relationship with yourself. Mm -hmm. So. Love that thing, (laughs) girl. You love let me break it down for you. <laughs> break it so, down. Break, break it, down. it down, honey. So basically, your relationship with others reflects the relationship you have with yourself. So if you're not somebody who can keep promises with other people, mm-hmm. it's probably because you can't even keep a promise with yourself. If you're not mm. somebody who can be on time for your friends, it's probably because when it comes time for you to make a decision for yourself, you can't even be on time for yourself. So... <laughs> The question I've been asking myself lately as I, you know, grow up is like, mm-hmm. if I can't 
if if the problems I see in my friendship, I often ask myself, like, how is this reflected in me? Because at the end of the day, like, your relationships also stem from the relationship that you have with yourself. Mm-hmm. What's your take? So, can you put it in a scenario? Yeah. Okay. So, like, I find myself often, like, when somebody says, oh, they need me for something. Okay. I'll just jump and go. Uh-huh. Even if that means dropping everything, like, I'll just do it. Okay. But I had to sit with myself and say, if the same thing was happening for me, would I really stop what I was doing? Like, if somebody told me right now, Imani, I need you to come for X, Y, and Z, I would drop everything and go. Mm-hmm. Depending on the situation, because I'm doing, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but if somebody's like, okay, I need you for X, Y, and Z, Nine times out of ten, I'm going to stop what I'm doing and go help you and aid to you, right? Right. But, like, for myself, if there's laundry that needs to be done, I may not keep that same promise with myself. I may delay. I may uh, make excuses for why I need to push it back. But for other people, I find myself jumping often. Mm-hmm. I don't I do not do the same jumping for myself. And I'm like, that's not healthy. Okay. Because why? Why am I doing all this jumping for other people and I'm not even doing it for myself? Is that selfish? It's not selfish, but I feel like, ooh, I just had a question to ask. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, no, seriously, I just had a question to ask. Uh-huh. Um, the question was, I believe it was, is it because we're scared to take care and jump jump right away for ourselves mm-hmm. because we're scared to say, well, if I just break another barrier, how far will I get and how far will I be out there by myself making more success? But we're scared mm-hmm. of success. Really? Ooh, girl, we're let's scared really of get success. into it. Let's really get into it. I think that what stopped me... Well, were you finished your thought? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think what stopped me from success initially when I uh, had my first business was... The fear of being successful. And I feel like most people are afraid to even talk about that. Like when you are becoming successful, there's a fear because if you can make a thousand dollars, that means you can make 10. And if you can make 10 that, you know, and the numbers keep Keep growing. growing, Right. But with more, with more comes more responsibility, Mm -hmm. which is like, what is it to whom much is given? So much is required. Mm -hmm. And also I'm so sorry, mm -hmm. but no, also when you, when there's more that's required, Sometimes people burn out. Yes. Like you have to be on your toes. Mm-hmm. If you're not on your toes, mm-hmm. the next day you're, you're going to be scared because you're going to be like, all right, I just, okay, I just had a yes. $10 million idea that just popped off. Okay, what's next? Yes. The next idea should be $50 million. <laughs> Like what's going on? <laughs> like, hello? Yes. And you know what? As of lately, like I have moments where I question myself, like, am I worthy of having this podcast? Who's really going to listen? And it's like, Every time I have those ideas, I really got to tell myself it's hard to beat the person who gives up on themselves. So if I continue to keep pressing, even in like, even though it's hard, like I'm still a winner in my eyes. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, I think that sometimes comparison Mm -hmm. destructs us from where we really need to be. Like, Mm -hmm. I think I think that one of the challenges that I'm facing right now is like breaking that stigma of I need to compare myself to the next biggest person or I need to compare myself to the next person doing this. I know I need to compare myself to who I was yesterday because if I made progress from yesterday, that's something that somebody else couldn't do. So it's like, 
you you gotta pack and i think that's another thing like we always talk about that mm-hmm. i don't think i always celebrate myself or or my achievements yeah because i'm always searching for the next yes. big thing and we don't take the time to say oh my god i just did that mm-hmm. oh my god i just did that yeah because it's like we're like all right well well you know what also mm-hmm. when it comes to achievements i don't think sometimes we don't celebrate ourselves and it just has to do with the crabs in the bucket too like <laughs> The mm-hmm. people who say they supporting you, sometimes they don't always show up. And it's crazy. Um, somebody just posted on Instagram and said, um, what do I follow? What, what do we follow each other for? We follow Seriously. each other to look at things and not like, not support, not check up on people. Mm-hmm. For what? I'm putting, I'll put content out there and we're not supporting each other. Why? <laughs> what are we following each other? I don't I don't understand it. Or like mm-hmm, go ahead. No, no, no. Go finish your thought. So it's like it's like when we're trying to support each other or like when we're like, okay, is it good enough? Our own people ain't even liking it. Yeah. And that's where you also decipher like, yo, who are my friends? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they're not sharing it. Why? Cause yeah. cause you don't like it? Or it's not popular to share. Like people oh, this is my problem. Like, are with you people. embarrassed to support yes. me? Like <laughs> Like, are you really you're gonna show up for me uh in my face but not socially like what? why then are we really friends what about me like, oh, oh that's the question of the day if you're not gonna show up for me on instagram are we really friends because you're, everybody lives on social media right yes. now like yes. <laughs> oh my god wait does unfollowing somebody mean that you guys aren't friends anymore is that like a thing I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like I don't I don't know. But people use it as shade. Yeah. So it's like what are you like I yeah. I just you know what? I just leave my followers as is. Like I can't. You know what? I used to be obsessed with going through who unfollowed me and who followed me, but mm-hmm. I just realized that was such toxic behavior. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I was hurting my own feelings. What mm-hmm. do I care for? If you unfollow me, that's okay. You like like Milano said in her last interview like I'm just not sure. I you're just not my ideal customer. You just don't need to follow me, right? You're not the person that needs to see my stuff. Maybe you're not inspired by it, and that's okay. I'm not gonna inspire everybody. I'm not gonna motivate everybody, and that's okay. And how do you move after that person unfollows you? You know what? I deleted the app that tells me who unfollows me, so I really don't know. Okay, there's an app for that. Oh, honey, there's an app for that. When I tell you, I used to get the notification, X, Y, and Z unfollowed you and would. The X, Y, and Z deactivated their page and would. Shorted. Okay, deactivated, like. Deactivated their if page. You, if you haven't I would been on know. Instagram for years, I got to unfollow. What I'm following for? You know You're not what I posting think? on there no more. I really think social media is killing our curiosity. Like, it's so hard to be a creative with social media because I feel like somebody's compared like okay we both come from dance backgrounds mm-hmm. so it's like i would be afraid to post some of my stuff because i'm like what is somebody gonna think of me oh my god and i feel like i always battle that like even posting the tiktok i just posted it's like what is somebody gonna think about is somebody gonna clown me on side chat or what <laughs> hello and anonymous too yes it's like you don't even have to man up for what you're saying like <laughs> exactly you're just doing it behind the screen but the thing for is real. is like with especially with I'll say in the dance community, mm-hmm. if my pocket mm-hmm. isn't necessarily the next person's pocket, like if I'm not doing pockets mean like hip hop pocket or like mm-hmm. you move like water. But it's like if say I want to Vogue, mm-hmm. not everybody likes voguing. Yeah. But 
because they don't like voguing, they're like, okay, so because I do hip hop or because I do ballet and I'm not the best at Vogue, Mm -hmm. I'm... It's just not for me. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's like, okay. Yeah. I think it stops us from even trying or giving us the permission to try. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many things that I'll be like, oh my God, I think I can be good at this. But me and my dance teacher were having this conversation. Like, when I had auditioned for a dance team, mm-hmm. um, I told her, I don't even think I want to audition because, like, <laughs> I just know I'm not going to make it. And she was like, you owe yourself um, the opportunity to even try. Like, mm-hmm. trying is still winning, whether you want to acknowledge it or not, because you still were bold enough to go out there and try. Mm-hmm. Granted, what I said happened, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so grateful because sometimes um, when when we're denied access to things, it's actually permission and purpose inside mm-hmm. of it. Like, I have the permission to try something else, but I also am purposed to find my you know my niche and the same thing the same thing happened as you know Uh uh-huh so um i tried for something Mm -hmm. and i found something better greater yeah and it was it was in god's plan because within that Mm -hmm. i found that you have a bigger the support system that you really needed Mm-hmm. You're gaining things that you didn't even know you needed to gain. You're getting the experience, um, and you're you like, enough experience to add to your resume to just be like, oh, okay, yes. I did that, and yes. and just to sit in it and be like, I did that. Mm-hmm. It feels good, and I what I can Hold say. On. Is, you need to tell us one thing that you're like super proud of because there I'm proud of you for a lot of things, but I see you working. So okay. I am one thing that I am super proud of mm-hmm. that I sit back and I really be like, oh my God, I did <laughs> I did that. <laughs> um I joined the step team on my campus called mm-hmm. iStep. Mm-hmm. And we went to New York City and we went to the Apollo to um do a com- a step competition. Um we are collegiate um national step champions. Period. <laughs> We yes, went we went that. we went against um I believe a couple other HBCUs mm-hmm. um college teams that um step mm-hmm. and we thought we went with seven girls only seven and that that in itself there were like people um like I'll say it, Howard they are they're amazing they had like 30 people and I was like, we were we were in the back like, oh, shoot, oh, shoot. We not going to make it. We not going to make it. Uh-huh. But then when we got on stage, we were like, you know what? We we worked for this. Yeah. It might be seven of us. And in the seven of us, we know we have strength. So mm-hmm. we going to come out here and show out for DSU or for I-Step. So it's just like, once we won, we were like, really? Like, really? We were <laughs> in shock after, before. Yeah. E- mm-hmm. Each round, when we heard our names, it was crazy. But mm-hmm. with me saying what I'm proud of, mm-hmm. what are you proud of? Because I want you to sit <laughs> in what you're proud of. Because, like, you be doing some stuff. I'm proud Girl. of you. Uh, what am I proud of? Oh, you have so much to say. You have so no. much to say. <laughs> no. I think it's hard because, like, I'm a super reflective person. Mm-hmm. But I also try not to, like... I never, and I always say this, and I think I've said this to you, like, multiple times, but, like, I never want people to see my accomplishments as, like, 
a reason to feel like they can't. I want them every time I every time somebody sees me winning, I want that to be a win for every black girl in the world. Yes. Like I want you to feel like you're me. <laughs> but a super okay, big- famous like Jasmine <laughs> Sullivan. If you haven't heard the song, listen to it. <laughs> a super big win for me is getting out of my comfort zone. Like when before I started this podcast, I felt like I used to be a very extroverted person but then somehow i became very introverted i don't know where it came from but this podcast has kind of forced me out of my comfort zone like talking to people that i normally wouldn't talk to um building relationships with people that i normally wouldn't build relationships with so i'm super proud of myself for that because it wasn't easy it was uncomfortable and being consistent because i have yet to miss a tuesday Per. So those per. those would be my wins. Per. <laughs> Go any length. Yes. Do not miss a yes. Child. <laughs> Did not. <laughs> it's hard sometimes, but <laughs> I see y'all at 8 a.m. every Tuesday. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, I um I just feel like social media sometimes hinders us from like seeing our own capabilities because like okay, for example, today mm-hmm. somebody was telling me, yeah, they're in marketing. So I was like, oh my God, like automatically in my head i'm saying you're this genius right Mm -hmm. and then i had to stop myself because i'm like wait a minute nobody's gonna understand the campaigning the way that you do nobody's gonna understand your audience the way that you do Mm -hmm. and if you don't if you don't take the time to even try like nobody else can do it better than you right initially (laughs) so i'm like i already have within me what i need to be successful i just gotta cultivate that success right capture it up girl yes but it's like i always find myself like questioning if if i'm worthy or if i'm capable and that's sometimes in a way yeah it's definitely hard especially looking on social media and it's Mm -hmm. like what everybody else could do because it's like it's hard not to compare it is but i also come back to i see where you say it like makes it hard social media does make it hard for us to do things it makes us very lazy though because even like, oh my God, it makes us lazy in um, relationships. Mm-hmm. It may, yo, if I get into a fight with you, do not send me a TikTok that explains <laughs> exactly what I did. Hi, yes. like it's like it's like I want I want you to talk to me. Mm-hmm. I want people to be able to talk to each other mm-hmm. because, like, yeah. how how are we gonna like? I get I get that. You may feel the way someone else may have said it, but I want to hear it from you. Mm-hmm. I want to, I don't want to be relationship goals. Yeah. I don't want to be bestie goals. I don't want to be, I, I may, listen, I may send a couple like, oh, this is cute. Ah, mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't want to be, I mm-hmm. want to be the version of myself with another person, whether that be a best friend, a boyfriend, maybe in the future. Well, when I'm in the future, a husband. Like, hello. I want, <laughs> like, I want the relationships mm-hmm. that I make yeah. personalized by me, customized by me. I don't want to. I don't want to do anything like anyone else. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say, okay, look, this couple went to Jamaica and and, and went on this jet ski. No, I mm-hmm. want to go to Jamaica and get on a yacht. <laughs> You're like, yeah. let's do it big, baby. <laughs> but um, go big or go home. Okay. <laughs> but seriously, like mm-hmm. it's like I, I don't. I'm tired of saying, okay. Um, how are we gonna fix this? I don't know. Let me look on. Yeah. Let me look on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Or 
because we don't know, because we don't dare to think. <laughs> we don't. We don't. <sighs> we we really let don't. the internet it's, it's do tiring. everything for us. If if men could, <laughs> if, men, <laughs> if men could use AI. <laughs> oh my God! How do you know? If men could use AI to ask for <laughs> what does my girlfriend need, or if women could use AI to say how do I get this man. <laughs> They would. They yes. really would. And I, I believe AI, it. I bet AI would answer too. <laughs> it sure would. They were going to ask the AI on Snapchat. Watch. Watch. Girl, well, since we're already talking about relationships, um, there's two things that I want to talk about. <sighs> Jeez. <laughs> when my, okay, so I'm going to give a quick story. When my okay. sister went to um, college, mm-hmm. she um, had a moment where it would be like, listen, I may not have a car right now, so I'm going to ask somebody to drive me, but I'm going to fill up their the gas tank, tank mm-hmm. because I asked them to drive me somewhere. Mm-hmm. Here, it's like, okay, um, what can you do for me so I could get a ride yes. to go here? Or oh, I have a friend with a car. Let's do this. Or mm-hmm. um, I have a friend that knows how to do this for me. Or da, 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 da. Like yeah. stuff like that. And you really don't call on nobody like to check nobody like i said this to a friend the other day Mm -hmm. friends the definition oh i said this to you oh okay (laughs) i was about to say this sounds very familiar but okay i said this to you okay so um didn't i say uh we have friends to literally just say hi and never see each other again just to to not look lonely on campus yeah or anywhere we literally wave to be like oh yeah i know this person yeah, I, I know this person. I'm not alone. Yeah. But in all reality, how many of these people can you like say, hey, I'm not feeling too good this week. Mm-hmm. Or I may not be able to give you 100% in our friendship or our relationship or fifty at least 50%. Can mm-hmm. you carry my other, can you carry my 80% while I'm giving you 20 right now? Mm-hmm. Oh, but if someone can't give you the <laughs> same amount that you're giving them, it's a problem. Yeah. But people have their days. Mm-hmm. So we're just lazy. Like, yeah like that's it but that's an important thing like people have their days and it's like okay if we call each other friends are you are you willing to pick me up because one thing about it i will hope and pray that the people that i call friends mm-hmm. that are genuine will mm-hmm. on my worst day pick me up for real i really would but i think that my struggle with college in general is that like there's like there's social there's a social aspect of college of course but so much of it is can you network can you network so much networking across that I don't feel like we're always building genuine relationships with each mm-hmm. other yeah like, it's definitely not a different world it's <laughs> definitely like it's, y'all promised me a different world and, and it's not giving not, it's not giving did not y'all y'all gave me school days and it's, it's still not giving definitely not yeah no yeah I, I thought this was going to be like a high school musical or something and it still doesn't give so um yeah none of the hbcu movies i watched spike lee you lied <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah maybe i mean and then that that takes me back like Okay, maybe college did feel like this to them when they were younger. Or maybe I need to graduate to look back and reflect. I don't phones. know. Yeah. Some like they didn't have the technology, no Tino Shade. Our parents, yeah. they had to make memories because they had <laughs> their Polaroid cameras. <laughs> they couldn't FaceTime nobody. Like they had yes. to walk to each other's room to find each other. Yeah. Like, oh my God. If we didn't yeah. have phones, I I think I think this would be that. But it's mm-hmm. not. Because everything's so quick and fast like yeah. like friendships quick and fast <laughs> and done 
seriously. But let's talk relationships in Gen Z because I feel like we're lacking in this department. And of course, we're young. So like our perspective is going to be limited because we've only been here for only God knows how long. But (laughs) very limited, (laughs) very limited. But um, I feel like we still have something to say here. So I feel like Gen Z is struggling with relationships like we we <laughs> it's just think it through girl <laughs> we are struggling one to build relationships i really do i think covid has something to do with that i think instagram and mm-hmm. other social media platforms has something to do with that but i think that like it spills over into like our not just professional but also our perf- personal i'm sorry personal not professional it spills over into our personal relationships because like we we glorify being not committed mm-hmm. uncommitment is not cute why are we like why is it okay to have- um if you think about every movie that we are watching now every like everything it's it's so cool to be the one that's in the know and moving as i hear people say a lot and i have used this lingo but tech, mm-hmm. like people like to move under they like they like to be sneaky yeah and i don't get why when you could just be honest Mm -hmm. and not being honest isn't safe for everyone some girls some guys are okay with stringing people along yeah for a while yeah let's freeze there (laughs) i think and i told you this like a long time ago Uh but i think part of the issue with us is that so many of us are searching for a feeling Mm -hmm. like you are trying to it's like we're playing build a person yeah with multiple (laughs) people with multiple people it's like okay this person makes me laugh yes so i'm gonna keep this person Mm -hmm. this is my my dinner partner and and this is my um movie partner like Mm -hmm. I feel like so many of us are searching for a feeling that we are like essentially building another person, mm-hmm. but because crazy. we don't, but we don't have pay. Like our Gen we Z don't. doesn't have patience. We don't. So this is why, like, I hear, like, I hear now, and like, you know, when you don't hear, you feel. This is what my mom says. Mm-hmm. But when I was younger, she always used to tell me, like, yo, when you go to college, bro. <laughs> leave that relationship stuff alone mm-hmm. and the reason why she said that is, is because okay that's when you're supposed to be exploring that's yeah. when because in high school you're not really worried about you having fun going to parties with your friends and all that boyfriend stuff isn't really real yeah when you get to college it's a whole different ball game it because now you you understand you're kind of learning how to understand your feelings mm-hmm. and um this person may have a real strong hold on you. You don't understand why. You're trying to mm-hmm. learn why in the process of dealing with it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's rough. Mm-hmm. It's just rough. Yeah. Um, Audrey Lord said, if you can't change your reality, change your perception of it. And I think that <clears throat> so many of us are like stuck in like, I don't know. Like we want our reality to look like celebrities essentially. If yeah. that makes sense, influencers, and that's and, all we hear in their music. Yeah, and to just not be loyal. <laughs> Future is sensational. Like, <laughs> like he just he wants he's he's telling he's us, built a brand 
of just not treating females right. Tory yeah. Lanez did it. Um, Lil Wayne could do it. Drake mm-hmm. could do it. And everybody go crazy. And even the females go crazy. And mm-hmm. because we think also for females, mm-hmm. we think and for Summer Walker, who does it too, let me just not talk about the guys. Because mm-hmm. Summer Walker says how she could play somebody. Um... Yeah. What else? Beyonce was talking about how now she want to flaunt it. She's tired of getting played. Like, like everybody has said in a way, like, okay, I, I want to play this person because they're doing this or they're doing that. These rappers, these singers, um, are influencing others of the opposite sex, saying, okay, this is what the common male thinks. Okay, this is what the common female thinks. Oh, so then... I'm going to project that onto the people that I meet now. (laughs) Whatever this rapper said, I'm going to project it onto a person. Plus the trauma that I have from anything else (laughs) that's not not healed. Because I'm serious. They take it because we project whatever the last person did Mm -hmm. to the next person. And this next person may not have have a clue what manipulation is. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to manipulate you. Mm -hmm. But because someone else did it to you, they have to take care of the trauma and heal you at the same time. Then on top of that, you got people influencing you that guys are just like this and women are just like this. And it's Mm -hmm. getting in our head and making us insecure and making us scared of commitment. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that we are afraid of commitment. Everyone. Like, I think that the idea of surrendering your entire being is scary. We talked about that. But but, yeah, but seriously, I think that. (laughs) (laughs) I think that, okay, I'll speak for myself. I think that sometimes I'm afraid of commitment because I see how, how, like, vulnerable you have to be to commit to somebody like you're essentially sharing a part of yourself with somebody mentally physically spiritually Mm -hmm. and that's scary Mm -hmm. like the idea of sharing a part of yourself like Mm -hmm. wow it's it's deep the worst part for me Mm -hmm. i gotta say it's like when you have to put your pride aside yeah it's like i gotta say that's probably like the hardest part because I'll sit there and I'll be like, all right, I'm mad. I'm mad. And we said this before. We was mm-hmm. like, okay, when it's your best friend, when it's when it's just a friend, I can say, okay, you made me mad. Mm-hmm. Now, don't talk to me for 10 days because mm-hmm. I'm not ready. To, I'm not going to let it. I need it to marinate before I go off on you. Or I need it to just sit. This is your words. You said I need it <laughs> to marinate, right? Yeah. You were like, I need it to marinate and let it sit until I could talk to you again about how it made me feel. Mm-hmm. In a relationship out (laughs) you gotta be like i'm mad at you but Mm -hmm. i can't let that deter me from saying i love you Mm -hmm. i'm mad at you but because this is something we're building i have to like sit back and deal with it Mm -hmm. and i have to be honest with you because if i'm not honest with you the bump is gonna come later in the road and then we gonna be arguing worse because we didn't even talk about it before. You know what I just thought about? The three little pigs. Ooh, <laughs> like how you how you connect that? That that anger and not miscommunication is like the wolf. Mm-hmm. And like you can build a house off of a firm foundation, which mm-hmm. is like, okay, in this, we're gonna be patient with each other, we're gonna find kindness with each other, we're not gonna envy each other. And that's like a strong foundation. Or you can build the straw house, which is like, okay, we're going to be patient with each other. Okay, sometimes I'm going to communicate. Sometimes I'm not. <laughs> or you could, what was the other house? 
The straw brand? house, this child. I've been. It's brick, straw, and stick. I think. Stick. Okay, what whatever the house was, <laughs> the third house. Y'all get the point. If you don't, I don't know what to tell you. But um, when you're building a house, like the foundation of the house matters, like in real life, right? So if you don't have a firm foundation, then the whole entire house is not going to be sturdy. So I think about it in the literal sense of like, if or literary sense, I should say, if the wolf comes, that anger, that animosity, that built up distrust or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. comes, it's going to blow your house down. Mm-hmm. It's going to ruin your relationship. Mm-hmm. It's going to mess up your friendship because I feel like another key component, like people are just trying to jump into relationships. Was this person your friend first? Because if y'all can't be friends, y'all, I don't think you can, you know. Because how do you even know to tolerate them? Do you even know them? <laughs> do you even know them? Yeah. Do, do and you, you really run, know And somebody? then you run into stuff like, oh, I don't like that about you. Yeah. Why didn't you figure it out before you got with me? <laughs> when we were we friends, oh, you didn't oh, see it? This is it. We hate <laughs> the interview stage. Mm-hmm. We. Oh, yes. Oh, let's talk about that. Oh! What's, what's your key points? What's like five key points you're looking for in the interview stage? In the interview stage? Mm-hmm. I'm looking for... I'm looking for freedom. Mm-hmm. And when I say freedom, I mean, I have a thought. And if you don't agree with it, I'm open to talking about why. Mm-hmm. And I'm open. I'm open. I'm open to hearing why you don't agree with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm open to letting as long as we end on a if it's a, a disagree, I agree to disagree. But don't get don't get loud with me. Like, don't get loud with me. I like to just Calmness. talk freely and mm-hmm. calm because we don't have to ever get hyped. Yep. It never has to be that. We can always end the conversation and put a pin in it. So it's like, be calm with me. So that's one. I love freedom with speech mm-hmm. within the relationship. Um, so that's one. Another one would be. It doesn't have to be five. Just whatever. Okay, on your great, list. great, great. Ooh, girl. <laughs> off the top of my head, because I might have a lot. But, um, that might be. That's one. Another mm-hmm. one would have to be. Um, Nah, it's just, I think it's just freedom. Okay. But it's not like a bad freedom. Mm-hmm. I like old compromise. Okay. I like compromise. And I have to have good communication, at least hints of it. Mm-hmm. I love when we can talk out anything. I love I love talking. Communication is my thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love awkward conversations. Oh, Lord. Oh, you know that. <laughs> a friendship or, or a relationship. Mm-hmm. Awkward conversations have to happen. Mm-hmm. I should be able to tell you I'm not happy with what you did earlier mm-hmm. and it made me feel this way. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do about it? Yeah. How we how we going to move forward now? Mm-hmm. Or did I make you feel a way to make me feel that way? Mm-hmm. You know, stuff yeah. like that. What about you? Oh, on my list, bullet number one, like put a big red bow, a big nice star. Circle it. Circle it with red pen. Highlight it. <laughs> yeah, bold <laughs> letters. <laughs> you have to be a gentleman. Like, please, don't, don't, don't even. Uh, you have to yeah. be a gentleman. That's rule number one. Like, uh, can you open, open my the door. door for me? When I'm with you, I should not touch not one door. See, I didn't even, you know what? <laughs> I didn't think, I didn't even think to say that, but it's because... Mm-hmm. Yo, to me, that has to be a given. Like, <laughs> like you yeah. have to be you a need to be a ch- And we don't have those. Oh, my God. Yeah. We have to tell you a story. We, we don't have them. Oh, my God. Remember when we... Oh, guys. <laughs> we had we had Walmart bags. Oh, gosh. And we were, we were walking... We were walking to with our Walmart dorm. bags. 
across and, campus. Yes, and it was a it was a long walk because it was hot outside. And it, and <laughs> this it was, guy, it was um heavy bags. Yes, multiple guys saw us walking mm-hmm. with these heavy bags, um cases of water, or water something like that, juice, and not they one. looked at us and not one said, "May, may I help you?" Do Not you even an help? effort. Wait, the the kicker was the one who stopped to say hello. Oh, and, 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 and gave us gave us a hug, gave us a side hug with the stuff in our hand. And like, said, okay, then bye. Do you think there's time to really be having a conversation? <laughs> and we're over here struggling, shaking our yeah, limbs. Are going my weak. hands are turning pink. <laughs> Face turning red, just sweat dripping, and then, and then got the audacity to talk slow. Yes. What are you talking slow for, sir? Yeah, I was like, move along. Cause I How can't. are you? I'm good. Okay. <laughs> no, and then the elevator was taking forever. But okay, okay, okay. Back, back, back to my list. Okay, so on my list. Okay, so number one, you definitely have to be a gentleman. Two, I want to take you. This is my test. If I take you out to the restaurant, what you gonna do? That's test number two. What he gonna do? He, he First of all, pay. no. If you take me, can't, no. This is another one because because for some reason I don't know why they just think that they you just don't ask girls for dates no more. You have to ask me to be your girlfriend because I'm not just assuming nothing. Mm-hmm. But you also gotta take me out to when you a assume. Date. You know what that means, y'all. Spell it out. <laughs> Spell it out if you have to. I just, <laughs> you gotta take me out on a date because what? What what did you think this was, honey? yeah a free ride gotta go. and it's we, not no it's not we gotta go on a date and i want to see i'm gonna test i'm not even gonna put this out there because i don't want you to uh know y'all the we're putting you on to game <laughs> i'm y'all. putting you on game we're this putting you on right game here. y'all yes when you take a girl out to dinner tip it's, it's <laughs> sorry i just have to say you have yeah, to please tip, make y'all. sure you, you tip. tip i'm y'all. definitely i'm definitely watching to see if you're gonna tip but I, there's like certain things like did you bring flowers did you care enough was I that important that you brought flowers mm. are you going to give me my flowers while I can smell them mm. and I never thought about that until me and my one friend were talking about it. she was like on the first date if a guy don't bring flowers he's not serious about you but why <laughs> but why like flowers or like does it need to be a gesture to show like hey I'm serious about you well first of all if we were friends you should know my love language but when you don't bring flowers <laughs> It's like when Santa Claus brings coal. <laughs> like, imagine. Can I go back to the um three little pigs? <laughs> yes. No, seriously, this has been weighing ever since you said it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I don't know how to put this. I don't. Okay. But it's you said brick walls, and then one was made of hay. I think. Oh, hay. Child, sound we like don't that. know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Three little pigs. Uh-huh. I haven't heard y'all since I was five. I'm sorry. Uh huh. But um. <laughs> Okay, let's say, hey, mm-hmm. I feel like you know how there's walls in a house. Oh, talk about it. And then in within the walls, mm-hmm. there's um, wood mm-hmm. that's, you know, beaten together so mm-hmm. that the house has a good foundation. Yeah. I feel like our foundation sometimes is made of hay. Mm. And if the wolf wanted to send one of his little mice friend to go inside and and break down all the hay chew through the hay the foundation's done for and then the bricks are just Mm -hmm. or not even the bricks but the walls Mm -hmm. are just breaking down tell me what the walls represent like if you could create walls for your house what would they represent i think 
I'm gonna go first so you can think because that was off the top of my head. But good one. I think <laughs> the first wall for myself would be honesty. Can you be honest with me? Mm-hmm. Can I be honest with you? Are you? And then the, another wall would say listen, like intentionally listening because some people listen to talk back. No, I need you to listen to understand. That means listening to me even when it's uncomfortable and me listening to you when it's even uncomfortable. But, mm-hmm. like, we have to listen to understand each other. So, honesty and listening is what you <clears throat> have. Yeah. I don't know what I would put on the other two walls yet. Um, but hmm. Honesty. It's honesty and listening, transparency. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be with someone that is comfortable Comfortable in my skin, mm, cozy, cozy with, with who, who I am. <laughs> but no, yes. Um, I but I I have to be mm-hmm. because I know I know me, mm-hmm. and uh, like me, a lot of girls mm-hmm. have insecurities and have flaws that they point out on their own, and guys mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. I have to be comfortable enough. To tell you, hey, this is my flaws. And hopefully, um, I'm not looking for the reassurance. Cause, but if you do do it, it's a plus. Yeah. It's like a, it's like if I hear like a, hey, babe, don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I love you regardless. Or even if my friends, cause I do, t- I like, I am comfortable enough with my friends say, you know what? I really don't like this about myself. Mm-hmm. For example, Y'all, my forehead big. Like, oh my god, your forehead is not big. <laughs> no, I don't know where no, she got no, this I, from. But I, I've learned to embrace my forehead, which is why I'm like saying it now. But I, th- I used to think my forehead was humongous, mm-hmm. and honestly, my friend, my best friend, you, even you just now, mm-hmm. my guy friends who I call my brothers to this day, they say to me like Morgan, bros, Morgan bros. <laughs> Come on, like mm-hmm. you are a pretty girl. Like, stop acting like that. You, you know, you, you know, you're, you're good. Stop worrying mm-hmm. about the forehead. You're com- be confident in yourself because everybody comes around you. Just they love your energy, and I hear it, and it's like, okay, okay, okay. It's not the yeah. forehead. Just bring the energy, and with the confidence, because like you told me today, mm-hmm. when you can be confident in the things that you don't think you should be confident in, it looks good on you. Mm-hmm. So, I learned. <laughs> But they, I just, I just love when they like, I feel like transparency has to be one of the walls. Child. But okay. We, we have to freeze because child, we is well over time. But. Oh my God. <laughs> it was getting good. It was getting good. We might have to run this back part. First of all, I asked this girl to be on a podcast. She told me no a thousand times, but that's neither here nor there. Oh my God. We're not talking about that. I'm here now. I'm here now. <laughs> okay. Well, we end every episode with this one question. So. It's only right that I ask you, what does it mean to have a voice in this generation? I feel like they need to be heard. Um, that's what I'm fighting for right now. I want people to be able to be. I want people to be able to communicate. We just Joining us today. Make sure y'all tune in every single Tuesday at eight a.m. Um, we need y'all to rate this. We are like super close to three hundred. So. Mm-hmm. Make sure y'all rate this episode. Share it with a friend. Tell them. Tell a friend to tell a friend about Voice of the Generation. Right, the don't be a podcast. crab in a bucket. Come on, we just <laughs> talked about it. <laughs> the number one podcast for culture shifters. So if you identify yourself as a culture shifter, make sure you share this with somebody else who is. I love y'all and have a great rest of your week.